Welcome to the Chase Your Stars podcast. My name is Christy Gomez, and if you're looking to live your best and most expansive life, or you want to be inspired to go chase your dreams, then you've arrived in the right place, my friend. Inside, you'll find conversations about manifesting an incredible life, a little woo-woo mixed in, and be welcomed into a high-vibe space that will show you how beautiful this life can be when you share your gifts with the world. I am so glad that you're here. Grab your drink, grab a snack, and let's chat. Well, hello, friends. Welcome back to another episode. I am so happy to be here with you. Thank you. If you're an OG and this is your 14th episode you've been listening to, you're the best. I appreciate you. But you're also equally as awesome if this is your first episode that you're tuning into because I'm just happy to have you here. If you're an OG, you're okay, you're a little bit cooler if you're an OG, but not much because, you know, you have to start somewhere. So welcome to the pod fam. And thank you for being here with us today. I was talking to a friend about the podcast recently, and she said, Christy, I'm kind of waiting for some of this woo-woo that you promised in the opening credits. <laughs> I don't know if that's what you call them. Opening, is it opening credits? Yeah, maybe. Podcast intro? Intro. In the intro. And I said, you're right. So we're going to go down a little rabbit hole. Not a big one, just a little one about putting out the good vibes and manifesting what you want into your life. And there's a lot of things that I do now that I feel like are on purpose. And then also I'm working through some things that I do unintentionally from just behaviors that are ingrained and things that I think that doesn't necessarily serve me anymore, but are behaviors that I'm working out to create more space for behaviors that serve me. A lot of this kind of happened throughout my childhood without realizing it. And so I wanted to tie that into what I've learned and then talk about it for how you can manifest what you're looking for in your life too. And if you define manifesting, I think people think of it as a spiritual term and it doesn't necessarily have to be. The definition of manifestation is just to make it happen. You're manifesting something, you're making it happen. In a spiritual sense, it means to visualize what you want and use the power of your imagination to be able to make it happen. So it's kind of manifesting your dreams into reality, making your dreams become a reality. And it actually works and all comes together when it's not just the words that you're saying, but actually the belief behind the words is there too. And truthfully, you don't necessarily even need the words. The belief is way more important than the words because that is what is going to allow or not allow these manifestations or things that you desire to come into your life. So I personally come from the school of Abraham Hicks. That is where, you know, through YouTube videos for the most part, uh, and then I read her books. It's definitely a easy place to go for short clips to learn about manifesting things specifically to your interests. There's a lot about relationships. When I began learning about law of attraction and manifesting, I was already married and very happy. And so I have 
no interest in listening to the relationships part because it just was not something that affected me personally. But underlying, it's kind of all of the same. The The idea is similar for everything. And if you had to like really whittle it down to what the main idea is, is just that your vibrations have to match your beliefs. And that's kind of the hardest part. Because if you're saying one thing, but in your head or in your actions are showing that you don't believe that thing, you know, whether it comes to relationships or money or the house you want or the job you want or anything, fill in the blank, you're not going to see those things happen because you're not on the same wavelength that's allowing those things to come into your life. And listen, I am not an expert by any means. I am just sharing what I've learned and how I've implemented these things into my life. This I am always still learning, but these, this is my personal experience with law of attraction and manifesting and what I've learned from it. I've also looked into all of the resources on the interwebs and have read a billion books, like all of the books. If you know me, you know, I love me some good reading. So, you know, like Eckhart Tolle or Napoleon Hill or um, Joe Patali or Gabby Bernstein or... I mean, there's Rhonda Byrne with, you know, The Secret and all those books. Like there's so many different resources that you can look into or read about. There's courses, like all of the things. Okay. If you want a really good podcast to be magnetic or TBM is with Lacey Phillips. That is something that I've been really into lately. I love her point of view on things. And she really has a great way of tying in the spiritual aspect to the scientific aspect. And I really enjoy those podcasts. So here's what I would tell somebody if they literally knew nothing about manifesting. Okay, if my conversation with you this podcast is going to be the first time that you've heard of manifesting, that's going to be the angle I'm speaking from. So if you're an expert, this might bore you. If you know nothing about it, this might interest you. So sit back, may grab a snack, have a little drinky drink and see what you think. So I remember growing up, my dad saying, control what you can control and stay positive because there's no sense in worrying about things twice, right? So that really helped because if you've listened to my past podcast, my mother had a mental illness. And so it really kind of put a strain on the family. So working through that, my dad was always trying to help me manage that situation. And that's what he would tell me. Now, was there unhealthy parts of that? Sure, because it didn't really create a space where I could properly process my emotions, says my therapist years later. But in the moment, it worked pretty well. It was my survival technique. And in that, my biggest thing was just not talking about the things that I didn't want to happen. And it's interesting because there actually was a lot of that, but in my head, I thought I was being really positive and it took years in my life to realize that I actually was not as positive as I thought I was. I was just saying one thing, but feeling something completely different. And when that happens, you are not putting yourself in a situation, no matter how convincing you sound, to achieve the desired outcome of whatever it is you're talking about. So for instance, Let's take Owen, okay? He, from being a young child, was super open to food where he would try anything. There was nothing that he, I could put on his tray and he wouldn't at least like pick up and like mess with. He's never really been a big meat guy. But other than that, other than chicken, he's pretty open-minded. And so all of a sudden that seemed to change one day. And I don't know what happened. It was just, we gave him some pasta. He was loved the pasta. He took a bite of pasta and he gagged. <laughs> that was the last time he would eat pasta. But I found myself after that 
telling myself that Owen is a picky eater. Owen doesn't eat a lot of things. There's nothing that he'll really touch. I have to give him the same foods because there's nothing in, out there that he's interested in. And even if all the stuff I'm telling you about vibrations and manifesting and if none of that language means anything to you, think of this in the very minimal sense of what I'm talking about right now. If I say, Owen doesn't eat a lot of foods, Owen's super picky, Owen won't try new things. What do you think the odds are of me even being in the right headspace to get him to a place where he's going to be able to try new things and like new things? I'm, I'm limiting myself way more than I would be if I instead said things like, Owen will become more open-minded as he gets older. Owen will like to have new things on his plate to at least look at, even if he's not eating them right now. It's just a shift in language, but also a shift in vibration. And if you've ever walked into a room, we all know what that feels like, right? And even especially as a parent, you know, where your kids can feel when you're upset, they know when you're not happy, they don't, you don't need to tell them, they can literally feel it coming off of you. And so if I'm approaching something like, again, just for an example, food with Owen, in a sense of stress and being tense about it and being unsure, then that's what he's going to feel when it comes to food. I am not doing him any favors by putting him in a situation where food becomes a stress. And so I didn't, I of course wasn't doing that on purpose. You know, I wasn't doing that to make it more difficult for him, but I didn't realize until recently that I was even doing it. I wasn't even aware that I was making it worse versus making it better. If I was going to put this into the terms that I was referring to before and say, I'm going to manifest something, I want to manifest Owen having this this diverse palette where he eats everything and we can take him anywhere and he'll be able to find something on the menu to eat and it'll be really great and really easy and he'll get there. And, you know, then I can take the steps to get him there. I'm not expecting to all of a sudden go to this fancy restaurant and Owen to pick salmon off the menu and he's never had salmon before. But I can take steps in the meantime to get to my manifestation. And the more positive I am about it and the more open-minded I am, then solutions will start to present themselves. So the easiest way to remember this is just take the focus off of the things you don't want to happen and find yourself in conversations about things you do want to happen. There is no benefit in proving yourself right about something that doesn't do you any good or that you don't want to happen. And that was a habit I had to work hard to break because part of me felt validated when I could predict something bad. I mean, if you're like me, how many times have you predicted something like you went somewhere? I just came back from vacation. So, you know, you get on a flight and you're like, see, I always sit right behind the crying baby, you know, <laughs> or like, see, I always have to wait in the longest lines. Like, why would you perpetuate things like that when instead, before you get on the flight, you can all you can say things like, I know I will be able to find the best seat. I always have the nicest stewardesses. I don't know if that's still like a PC term. I know I will always have the nicest people around me. If you don't want to sit next to the talking person, don't put out in the universe that the talking person is going to be next to you. That doesn't serve anybody. But yet somehow there's like a little part of us that likes that drama, right? And instead, if you focus your energy on talking about the good things and just focusing on that, you'll notice everything starts to shift. And that's what I'm talking about with this Owen example is the less stress I put on the things I don't want to happen, more good comes out of the situation. 
And if you can't get positive, then it's probably worth your time to change your vibration, change your energy about whatever situation it is. Because you can't be open-minded if you're feeling stressed and like there's no way out. It's obviously much harder to find the solution. So, you know, like when you're pissed off and you need to solve a problem, sometimes you just go for a walk and it kind of pops into your head. It's because you change your energy, aka your vibration changes, and you're at a level where solutions can find you. You ever drive for a long period of time and your windshield has a lot of bugs and like shit on it and you don't really notice it until all of a sudden you clear it off and you're like, hey, wow, I can actually see out of my windshield. No, just me? Okay. Well, it's very similar to this where sometimes you just got to change your mindset so that you can start to realize new solutions. So call it vibration, call it energy, call it what you want, but you're, you're changing your mindset so that you can create solutions in your life. And when you do, solutions just happen to pop up, like whether it be somebody on Instagram, a new account that I could follow that helped me get some new ideas and a new perspective, or whether it be, you know, a mom friend that I'm having a conversation and it happens to come up, or maybe even this podcast, you know, maybe I'll have someone message me and be like, I dealt with that, you know, this is how I can, all of those things are part of how I get to the point of my ultimate manifestation, which is Owen being a kid that is open-minded to different foods. I think people think when you talk about the manifesting stuff and the woo-woo part that comes in is people think that I'm going to say, I want to manifest a million dollars, yay. And then I'm going to sit back and a million dollars is going to fall on my lap. And very few people believe that that's exactly how it's going to happen. Now, have I heard stories of people that need to manifest X amount of dollars and find, you know, a, a big ass diamond on their walk that they pawn for, you know, thousands of dollars? Yeah. I've heard that. I mean, do I think stuff like that's possible? Yes. Do I think that's typically how it works based on certain circumstances and all of kind of the stuff we have to work through in most situations? No, I don't. I think that anything's possible, but I believe that once you set your manifestation into play, if you truly believe it's something you can achieve, then you're opening the door to what's possible. Here's the difference. If I said to you, I want to manifest a million dollars, but I've never had more money in my life than, you know, let's say $10,000 is the most I've ever had in the bank, then it's going to be more difficult for me to be the person who is a millionaire. So without preparing myself for what that would feel like to be the person that has a million dollars, I'm probably giving off a different vibration than the vibration of somebody who is a millionaire. It takes part practice, but part belief in you thinking that this can actually really happen and come into your life. Again, it comes back to the behaviors behind it and the reinforcement of it and not just you saying, this is what I want to happen. But the more that you take the action and the inspired action that comes from your manifestation, the easier it'll be to get where you really want to go. I was listening to this podcast and it was about this gentleman who had just sold his business for $110 million. But before he was at that point, he had some money hangups from being younger and not feeling worthy of money and kind of always coming from a household that was not, you know, affluent. And so he's working through some of that stuff and his wife was in the same boat, but she was always really open to trying new things. And so he said, well, why don't we get dressed up and we're going to go to this coffee shop. It was the nicest coffee shop in London at that point. And we're going to go have tea at this coffee shop in London. I guess they probably call it tea shops. 
I don't know. Whatever. The, <laughs> I'm so I'm so cultured. Uh, probably not coffee shops to get tea, but you know what I mean. They're gonna go have tea at this place, and it's they're going to feel what it feels like to be bougie. Basically, they're gonna go and feel what it feels like to have lots of money and drink ten dollar teas and just sit and enjoy the atmosphere. And over time, they met people, they met friends, they started to feel like people who belonged in that atmosphere. They didn't believe it right away. They didn't feel it right away because they didn't have the kind of money that most people who go to that place would. But the idea was not about the money. It was about feeling like somebody who had the money. And a lot of times that's what we miss out on because when we're trying to manifest something, we want something to come into our lives. If we have the constant fear track, just repeating things over and over and over and over in our head, then we're never going to be able to get to ourselves, get ourselves to the point where we can have space for those positive ideas or those ideas, period, to come in on how we can get closer to our goals. Like if we just keep saying, I want a new job, I want a new job, I hate my job, I hate my job, then we are going to continue to be in this shitty job and continue to hate it because that's what we're asking for. But the language and the language change is so important. And then having the emotions follow it is the only way you're going to be able to get yourself out of that hamster wheel. The hamster wheel is just going to keep going if you don't, if you don't take the time to stop it. And so if you were going to look for something new and it might not be money, like let's say it's a job, for instance, it is so worth your time to think about what kind of job you'd actually want to have. Not just keep perpetuating how much you hate the job you're in, but what are you actually looking for in this new job? What would it provide for you? Is it going to be financially better? Is it going to be a change of atmosphere? Are you going to be able to have more flexible hours? Are you go who are you going to work with? What will your workmates look like? What will your boss act like? You know, what will you look like? Are you going to dress up? Are you going to be able to wear jeans? You know, you can kind of, do you have the corner office? You know, like you can put yourself in those situations. That's one of the things I do for my morning routine. I think it's really important to have a set time every day, every day, where you visualize whatever those big goals are. Like for me, I want a beautiful beach house. That is definitely something that will be in my life when the time is right. And I know what it looks like. I know what my view looks like. I have seen myself drinking coffee on the balcony. I can drink coffee from the kitchen. I know how when I walk out of the of the lower balcony area above me, how it goes right onto the beach. My pool is right there. Like I can see all of these things. I know what the sand looks like. I know what the water, I can hear it, you know, but I've spent a lot of time visualizing that. I write it down in my journal. I've, I call it future Christie. I write down what future Christie is doing. I've done it with vacations. I've done it with my beach house. I've done it with a job. I've done it with um, family. I visualize, I spend time on not what I don't want. I spend time on what I do want. And if you've ever been with somebody who complains a lot and says the same thing and just feels like they're always, the world is always doing wrong to them, it's probably because they keep repeating the same stories over and over and the universe is like, oh, you want more of that? Here you go. You want to feel stuck more? Here's more stuck. You want to feel frustrated more? Here's more frustrated. You know, it's the universe is just trying to give us what we're asking for. But what we don't realize is when we're spending time complaining versus spending time talking about the things we do want, we're only making it worse for ourselves. We're creating the same opportunities because we're asking for the same stuff. And it's okay to say, I can see myself as a billionaire and this is what I would do if I was a billionaire. I would sit on my ass in my garden that has roses and I would write in my journal and I would drink my coffee and my 
I don't know, whatever else you do. What do you do when you're a billionaire? I don't know. I'm not a billionaire yet. <laughs> That's not on my list. But for me, this is my personal opinion. I wouldn't have I'm a billionaire in my affirmations right now because emotionally I have a hard time relating to that. Emotionally, it doesn't get me psyched up as saying I'm a millionaire. Right now, I don't have a million dollars in the bank, but I will. And that's something that I can get emotionally excited about. I can visualize it. I can see the amount in my bank account. I can know what I would do with it. I know how it would feel because I've spent time visualizing it. I've spent time reinforcing it. Can I get to a billion dollars? Anything's possible. Sure. Even you can probably tell from the way I just said that out loud. I don't believe that I'm a billionaire right now. Like I don't have that vibe right now. I would love to be. I mean, yeah, that's that goes without saying. But emotionally, I can't get psyched up about being a billionaire because I can't relate to it just yet. So taking the steps and getting closer is much more effective than it is to jump ahead just because it sounds good. Like these are just things for you. If right now your paycheck's inconsistent and let's say you're in some kind of commission sales or um, if you're in an MLM business and let's say your paychecks aren't at $100 a week yet, you can say I'm manifesting $10,000 $10,000 weeks, but if you haven't got to 100, it would be way more effective and probably quicker for you to say, I want to make $100 consistently on every paycheck going forward. And that would be something that you can relate to that feels very realistic for you and something that's absolutely hands down possible no matter who you ask, right? But if you said, I want to make $10,000 paychecks, right now and you've never made a hundred dollar paychecks it doesn't mean you can't make the ten thousand and the nice thing is about the universe that likes to give you more the more you put those vibes out there and you trust and you are listening for the cues to do the things to make the money then the 10k could happen anyway you know it doesn't need to be something you ask for specifically once you're vibrating at that level of money's rolling in and i'm happy about it But if you're not getting to 100, likely it's either you repeating how broke you are, you not setting the right goals, or not believing that you're worthy of it overall. I've talked about that before about self-worth, and I actually think I talk about it every single episode. Because again, personally, these are all stories from things I've learned. I didn't know that I felt like I wasn't worthy of money until I started doing the work to dig into the things that bothered me from being younger and realizing that there was stress about money in my house and that there was stress about my mom getting money from my dad and then my dad taking money away from my mom and like all of these things that is just a long story to go into. But a lot of things I witnessed that really impacted me and how I felt about money. And working for Best Buy, I made really good money. Like I I was fine. I was very comfortable in the money that I made especially as, you know, I was there for 18 years. So as you can imagine, over time, I I continued to make more money. And I never thought of myself as somebody who had money issues until I went into being an entrepreneur and, you know, all of that money went away. Now I had to create my own money and I'm like, oh crap, like I really got some, some underlying beliefs I have to work through about needing to struggle for money and not having enough money. And there's always stress when money comes around, you know, all these beliefs that before used to trigger emotions in me, but now over time, because I don't believe those things anymore, I'm not having the same problems. It's different when you actually take a moment to be thoughtful about how you feel and what emotions come up. And that's why I really like my morning routine because it also allows me to pick up on things that maybe I'm missing. As part of my morning routine, 
I write things that I'm grateful for first. So I start with getting that feeling of gratitude going. I used to do one or two or three, then I went to five, and then I read one of the books by Rhonda Byrne, um, The Magic, which is another offshoot of her books, The Secret, you've probably heard of. And in there, she said to do 10 things you're grateful for, which I agree with, because I noticed that as I continue to write, I felt more true gratitude. You know, like when you're really excited about something and your stomach feels happy, you get like those little butterflies and like your chest feels nice and warm. That's how, that's how gratitude affects me. I felt like that after I had 10. So then from there, I take my next thing. And sometimes it's a story about myself, like future Christy and what future Christy is doing, depending on what's really important to me at that time. Most often lately, it's beach house. Um, recently it was about Vegas, you know, earlier this year and just me being in that moment, what I'm doing, drinking my coffee so I could feel what it feels like to be in those places. Sometimes I just write things that are affirmations for me. If I need a little boost where I need to start believing in things, then I'll write down, I am strong. I'm capable of achieving anything that I want. I am worthy of all of my desires. I am a fantastic mother. I am a loving wife. I will write things that I want to give me like a reminder of how much of a badass I am. So that's another thing that's possible. Sometimes I just write like a quote, something I feel that day that is just so important to me or something I need to hear. I love quotes. Like it's one of my favorite things ever. I have I post quotes every morning. If you follow me on Instagram, like I always have something that just motivates or inspires me. So sometimes that gives me a lift. And sometimes I'll just write things that I want to manifest, like new things on my list, things I want to accomplish. I have really big things like I'm going to meet Billy Joel someday in person. Like that's something on my list that is really important to me. And I have really little things like there's a hat I want that has not come back in stock. And so I'm manifesting that when this comes back in stock, I will have my hands on it, you know? big and small. But all these things I write in my journal, it doesn't take me very long, but it puts me in a position where I can notice the things that can get me closer to my goals. So I don't know how this beach house will come about. And it's going to be really cool one day when you and I can look back on episode 14 and be like, Christy, remember you talked about this beach house? That's so cool that you manifested it. And be like, yeah, man, I'm just saying it was a good episode. But when I, when I have this beach house someday, I might not have gotten it from the traditional ways where I came into all of this money and now I have a part of this money that I put on this beach house and that's how I bought it. Maybe I have a friend that has one that might let me stay in it for a little while. Maybe there is an opportunity that will come up to invest in one with somebody else. Like I don't know how it's going to happen and that is not part of the manifestation process because here's what happens when you try to figure out the house. You fuck it all up. You know, it's your fault that stuff doesn't happen because you get in there and meddle with it. You get in there and you're like, do, to do, this is how, and this is, this won't happen. It can't happen that way. It definitely has to happen this way. And you limit the universe from all of the possibilities. Like, have you ever had anything happen totally random? And if you're listening to this, you're probably not listening anymore if you don't believe in it. But I am not, I don't believe anything happens by accident. I don't believe in, in um, coincidence. I think everything happens for a reason. I think it's all kind of planned out. And when I look at things like that, it's actually even more fun when random things happen. Like, you know, you in your head really wanted to get this certain table by the water for your dinner. And then they said there wasn't any. And then all of a sudden you get up there and last minute somebody canceled. And they're like, you know what? I could get you that table. And all of a sudden you have that really great table that you didn't expect to happen. 
but it happened. Like those kind of things are amazing because you've opened up opportunities and you've let the universe work its magic. And you know, devil's advocate, it does take time to learn this and to learn that trust because you kind of have to release it and just know that if you want it, it will happen. And as long as you don't get too involved in the details and just say, hey, I trust you universe. I told you I wanted this. I'm feeling good about it and let it be then you'll see a lot more come in. This could be like another podcast for another time because a lot of things we ask for, we don't necessarily trust that they'll actually happen, but that's definitely the first step. But here's another thing. If you are specific in what you're manifesting and how you're going to manifest it, you're missing out on tons of opportunities. I can't tell you how many times over the course of my career, you know, of the past, let's say coaching for the last four years of times where I was like, I have no idea how I'm going to hit this big goal. Like no idea where it's going to come from. Literally didn't. I was like, well, hey, we're going to see how it goes. And Susie would come out of nowhere at the 11th hour, like, hey, um, this is what I want to do. Like, this is how I want to join you, whatever. It's happened so many times. But in the times where I was the most stressed and the most clung, 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 I don't, you know, sometimes I just say things and they're not actually words. The times I've clung, <laughs> I've clung to an idea the most where I was going to make it happen and force it into place. Sometimes it does happen, but you have to work about one bajillion times harder than if you would have just set it in motion, listened for the opportunities and took the inspired action as it came. That is another reason why I talk about self-care and taking time to yourself and being in a place where you can receive things. Because if you are stressed to the max and you are on the hamster wheel and there is no more room for fun to come in, you are going to miss opportunities to get closer to the beach house. There's going to be things that you just can't achieve yet because you're not putting yourself in a position to listen. Serendipity, coincidence, call it whatever you want. But if you're so focused with your blinders on, on the only way, quote unquote, that it can possibly happen, you are missing so many opportunities. And I'm sure if you thought about it right now, you can think about something that didn't happen at all the way you thought it was going to, but worked out really well for you. And that is a great example of a time where you manifested something without really realizing it. And it's pretty cool when you think about it that way. My best advice with manifesting is kind of like the hat example I just gave you, but start with something small. When I lived in Chicago, I got super excited whenever I would be out and driving and I could find a parking spot. And I started to tell myself that I am really great at finding parking spots. And every time I found one, even if it wasn't like super ideal, but it was a parking spot in the city that was really busy, I could find one. I'd be like, dang, look at me go in my parking spots. Like, woo, you know, like I'm freaking awesome. And that helped reinforce that I'm good at finding parking spots. And when I truly believed it, I got really good at finding parking spots. Like my friends would like when I drove because I was able to find spots that, that shouldn't really be there. Like, wow, we found the spot. That's really awesome. It'd be the last spot on the street or the closest spot to the door or anything like that. So if you've never focused on manifesting before, and let's say you are like like I was with money, where you know you have some beliefs where you want to make more money, but you have a hard time. Like if, maybe if money, if I'm talking about money and it's making you uncomfortable, you got problems with, <laughs> I don't want to say you got problems, but you probably have some underlying money beliefs that you're going to have to address. Best way for me, I just kind of broke it all down. I talked to a therapist. That's really nice too. But I wrote down things 
of like, okay, so money makes me uncomfortable. Why? And then I just kind of went into why, 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 why? Like, what's the main belief? I don't want to talk about money. Why? Because it makes me uncomfortable. Why? Because money's for greedy people. Why? Why do you believe money's for greedy people? Because that's what I was told when I was younger. Or I had a, you know, a douchey grandfather and he was mean to my parents and he had a lot of money. You know, it's interesting the beliefs that we uncover that we don't necessarily even believe anymore. It's just stuck ingrained in our heads. And so we have a hard time working through that. But point of my story of that is take something simple that you don't have a lot of emotion about and play around with it. So if like parking spots for me, I didn't have a lot of emotion behind it. It was just something really simple. Maybe it's that whenever you are pull up to Starbucks, they always have your order ready, you know, for mobile order, which the one near me is so slow. I should probably start trying to manifest that. That's actually a good one. But something where you can full, you don't have a lot of stake in the game either way. So you can like fully believe and know that that's possible to manifest for you. And as you can manifest little things and you start to trust, even if you don't have a strong, you still have some money issues underlying. If you just take your focus off of that for a little while and focus on something that you do have a lot of trust in that you can manifest, it will start to change the things around you. It will shift things. If you don't have a morning routine to do that stuff, that's the easiest way to get into the habit of it and start to change some of the beliefs if you have it or to ingrain new beliefs, even even better said, so that you can work on being positive and getting to what you want to get. But building those beliefs slowly and consistently over time will help you get there. If you need other resources or things to help you, and you want to learn more about law of attraction and putting yourself in a position to manifest what you want, just YouTube, Abraham Hicks, there is 1 million videos, pick the topic of choice, anything you want, you can put just help with manifesting. That'll I'm sure bring something up, but it will give you a place to start and somebody to listen to and ideas on ways to help getting started with manifesting in your life. But the vibrations that you are putting out are absolutely everything in getting what you want. The last thing I'll say about this too, there might be things that you want that you're just not ready for yet. And it sucks because I've learned this the hard way, but it's true. And you can usually only see it in hindsight. Maybe there's a lesson that needs to be learned. Maybe there's something you need to go through because if you do it now, it'll help you later. And maybe this is what's teaching you something for later on. And if you didn't go through this and it's going to make something later on really difficult. Like if you just think that you're working with forces that really just can see all of the pieces and you only get this limited little tiny slice of the pie and they can see the other, you know, nine slices out of the 10 slice pie, then having that trust and faith over time will really help you. And that's why I suggested starting with something small, because as you can see how those things, those little things, those little manifestations can turn into bigger things, it gives you trust and lets you kind of step back out of the big things and know that it's going to happen. It does take action. It does take you doing the things that you need to do to get where you need to go. It's very rare that it's going to be, I want a million dollars and you go and play the lottery every single day and that's exactly how it's going to happen. It's possible because, I mean, the odds are there, but the odds are a lot greater if you let the universe work its magic and your old uncle Sal that you never knew you had that was, you know, that lived in the Bronx because I feel like Uncle Sal lived in the Bronx, 
maybe it was part of the mafia. We don't know. That's not important here. He passed and he just left you a million dollars. You know, you just don't know. You don't know, but you can't limit yourself. But I believe you can have anything you want. Some things just might take a little longer than others. But having the belief, staying open to possibilities, not controlling how, if you find yourself in the how, you got to take a step back. And if you can't get out of the how, you know, if you're having certain issues or something's really bothering you or you're in a really shitty job or bad relationship or have money struggles, whatever, take your focus off of that for a little while and focus on something that's actually going well, something you can give some life to, something you can manifest into, something you can kind of like pour into for a little while so that you can stop some of those bad vibes and keep the good vibes rolling. And again, it will impact everything around you. But don't get caught up on the timing. It doesn't mean you did anything wrong. If you're asking for it and you're believing, you're doing the work and it's not coming, it could still be on its way. It's just in order of time and what's going to be the best case scenario for you. And you can look for little cues too. Okay, when I was really struggling with the money stuff and I was like really stressed about it, I would start to notice little amounts of money coming in. So I didn't have the million dollars just yet, but I have, you know, an extra refund that I didn't expect to get. Or I'd have really good weeks at work and I would have way more money come in than I expected. Or I have a family member, you know, give us money that we didn't expect. You know, there's a lot of different ways that things can show up that you can still tie back to getting closer than where you were before to the goals that you wanted and just maybe not being exactly where you want to be yet, which is okay, but you're saying that you're grateful for what's coming by acknowledging the little things, even if it isn't the big things yet, all those little things are showing you that your path is unfolding and you're moving in the right direction. The universe basically says, oh, you like that? You like that little bit of money that makes you happy? Here's more and more and more. And as long as you believe it's possible and you keep your vibrations high and you're feeling good and you're feeling happy and you're feeling positive, then it will continue to show up. If nothing else, okay, so if you don't believe the woo-woo and all this stuff that you're like, yeah, whatever, Christy, just humor me for a week and just try it. Pick any topic, pick something small, something that you want to accomplish, and every morning, get out your little piece of paper and do a future you about how you feel (laughs) about this topic. And just start small, something that you don't have a lot of emotional attachment to, where you can talk yourself out of it. So just something small, maybe try to manifest another $100 this week out of nowhere and see what comes in, see what happens, see where you get it from. But what would you do with the $100? You know, why would you want it? Would you pay a bill? Would you do something fun? Would you take your significant other out to dinner? Can you imagine yourselves at that dinner? Maybe it's a restaurant you've wanted to go to that you haven't got to go to yet. Maybe you have a cute table, it's by the window. It's so nice to have this dinner paid for with your $100 that you manifested. You know, those are really easy ways to reinforce that. But having a practice, having somewhere to write that is really gonna help you get closer to where you wanna go. Doesn't have to be anything fancy, just consistent routine for a week to see how close you can get to those goals. And as you are more open to it, It's so cool to watch the new stuff roll in. So friendly reminder, my personal beliefs is that this life is not happening to us. I believe that we are creating this life all of the time. I believe that you can do or be or have anything that you want in this world. Once you believe that you're worth it, and if you're open-minded to allow opportunities to come to you to give you this life of your dreams. 
And either you can say, whatever, Christy, that's a load of bullshit. Everything sucks. This has been terrible. And you can view it that way. And you can be, you can spend your time pointing out all the holes in this and pointing out all the negativity. Or you can choose to believe that good things really do happen and that positive things can happen for you and that this world can be a beautiful, amazing world with everything you want. And you can take that attitude. And worst case scenario, you'll probably have less stress and lower your blood pressure if you at least have a positive outlook and you're open-minded to positive things happening to you, right? So if you get nothing else out of this podcast, try turning that frown upside down for a week talking about amazing things that can happen to you and see what see what happens. So when you manifest something amazing this week, you have to send me a DM and you can go to my newly created Chase Your Stars podcast account over on Instagram. If we're not friends yet, let's be friends over there too. Go say hello. Or you can DM me at imperfectly underscore healthy, my personal account. And I want to hear what you noticed in this week of you changing your behaviors turning that frown upside down and thinking about the amazing things that you want to happen to you in this world. I can't wait to hear all about it. I'm excited. So thank you for being here. It is all thanks to you that this baby podcast can turn into a big girl podcast. So every time you tell a friend or you post it in your stories or you leave a kind review or give me cinco estrellas, I'm just saying, it makes my heart super happy. So again, thank you so much for being here. I appreciate you so much. And so now that you know the universe cheat code, why don't we go manifest the shit out of some big dreams, my friends? Yes? Let's go see how incredible this life can be when you go chase your stars. I will see you next week. Bye. Thank you so much for listening in today to the Chase Your Stars podcast, my friend. If you liked these vibes, then please subscribe so we can hang more often. I release new episodes every Friday, so I hope to see you then. And until then, go chase those stars.